not sure we should do this yet. Do what? Well, I mean, I like you and uh, I want to spend the night with you. Do you mean sleep over? Well, it's, yeah. <laughs> okay. But I get to be on top. I don't know about you, Badway, but I'd love to sleep over there. I call Top Bunk. I mean, yeah, I mean, it's a dream, but, like, why does she want to sleep over there? She doesn't <laughs> even know what's in there yet. That's true. What does she want? What is it, wait, what is it, what does she think's gonna happen in there? I thought I thought they were gonna play some pinball, yeah. jump on the trampoline, get some yeah. sodas. I mean, yeah, they could, be, they could wrestle on the trampoline. Absolutely. A lot of room for activities there. Well, what kind of activities is the real question, but I, mean, the kind I of think act- he's yeah. excited. <laughs> the kind of activities that uh, you might injure yourself if you're on the top bunk. That way. <laughs> you don't want to fall off. You don't want to fall off. Well, welcome back to The Last Rope Podcast. This is episode 105. We're finally getting to this movie, which we'll talk about in a second. If you're new to the show and you just found us, you can check out our website, thelastrowpodcast.com. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, wherever your social media account is. Check us out. Head out to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Podchaser. Please consider leaving us a five-star review. Hit the subscribe button. Welcome back, Badway. I'm excited about this one. The Last Row Podcast is always on the top bunk of movie podcasts. Whatever <laughs> that means. It. Put that on the on the movie cover. Whatever the- you make of that. But today we're doing big, Drew. It's a big podcast. Do you ever want to be big? Oh yeah, every you day. Sure, we should be big. Uh 1988, June 3rd to be exact. Where were you on June 3rd, 1988? Were summer, you there? The summer of 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 June 3rd, 1988. <laughs> it's, a, it's a hot summer. It was a hot summer day in June. <laughs> Runtime hour forty four minutes. It's, a, it's just about, about right. right. Just maybe about maybe right. two minutes too long. Yeah, I mean we, we all can't be hundred or less. True, it's got to you know, we got to <laughs> take we got to take the one O's. You know, we got to count them like the ninety nines. If, if we ever start a new podcast, it should be one hundred or less. One hundred or less. Way. Yeah, and then one hundred minutes or less. I mean, that's the title right there. I mean, geez. There you go. Canceled. Last row's canceled. New podcast where, coming next week. Where were we in 2014 not realizing <laughs> that we'd have little time in 2022? So. How many movies? We, we'd have a clear parameter of what movies to watch because they'd be it'd be an hour 40 or less. If, I mean, if we ever introduce seasons God, to the Last Row podcast. Copyright. Copyright. Yeah. Copyright. Nobody, nobody take that. Copyright. Copyright. If we ever introduce seasons, we could do a season of 100 or less. Yeah, and, maybe the uh, summer. Maybe the yeah. summer of 100 or less. Drew. There you go. I maybe mean, that's hey. it. Copyright, copyright. Nobody takes it. Nobody takes it. <laughs> I can just say copyright and it's copyrighted, right? There you go. Is that trademark. how the law works? That's how the law Take works. It. Trademark, trademark. Uh, it's a comedy romance. Bromance. Romance uh, for sure. Showmance. Uh, directed by Penny Marshall, Drew. Do you know who Penny Marshall is? I'm familiar with the name. She did a couple other big she movies. She directed a movie called A League of the Road. Yep. Great movie. Among others that I'm not going to name, but she's a good one. Metacritic, IMDb, Letterbox, Drew. If I were to tell you this movie was IMDb at 7.3 out of 10%, would you call me a crazy moron? It's no, too low. I would call whoever put it at a 7, yeah, 7. I mean, 7.3 a crazy moron. I mean, I didn't vote for it for 7.3. That's crazy. Uh, 97% Rotten Tomato. Too low. Again, 73% Metacritic. These people in their 73s. <laughs> Way too low. Way too low. Letterbox, 3.6 out of That's 5. That's egregious, in That's my just, opinion. What are we doing here? I mean, let's just throw this. Th- remember, remember like back in like 2014, 2015, where I was like, 
mad at Rotten Tomatoes and all these all these yeah. sites. And I and, and there was the site to not be named. Yeah. I mean, this is this is cause for another boycott. This is ridiculous. This, 97 is too low, too. This this movie is nothing short of a delight. It's perfection. It's, it's just what a delight. it really is. And it's and just, I wanna I gotta look up these letterbox reviews because if you gave this below a four. Like, don't even talk to me right yeah. now. And, you know, uh, maybe when we started, we used to be a quote-unquote bad movie podcast, or we used to do movies that were not critically well-received, I think we might have said back in the day. But obviously that changed along the way, and this is one of these cases where we're just going to do a delightful movie. Yeah. Because we want to, and it's I want to watch it, so let's do and, it. And, and we want to talk about a 12-year-old in, in an office setting, because that's what we want to do here. <laughs> in a 30-year-old man's body. Yeah, in a 30-year-old man's body who... Uh, <laughs> uh, may or may not have been taken advantage of by a 27-year-old woman. Anyways, after a wish <laughs> turns 12-year-old Josh Baskin into a 30-year-old Marl, he heads to New York City and gets a low-level job at Macmillan Toy Man, Company. That's like a, that's a burn right there yeah. to, to all data entry specialists. Yeah. A chance encounter with the owner of the company leads to a promotion testing new toys. There should be a comma there. I said that weird. Yeah. Uh, soon, a fellow employee, Susan Lawrence, takes a romantic interest in Josh. Is that what you call it? Yeah, well, you know. However, the pressure of living as an adult begins to overwhelm him, and he longs to return to his simple former life as a boy. Does it really? Because I don't think it really did overwhelm him until his friend put the fear of, of uh, yeah. hey, you're, you're messing with me, man. Yeah. You're, not, you're, you're not being a good friend. I think he was living a pretty good life there. He didn't and, seem to be too conflicted until the very end. And does anyone like under the age of 15 or maybe even 17 long for anything? That seems like a, to long for something. <laughs> that seems longing. more intense. <laughs> if you're longing no. for something, you're, sit, you're sitting there, you're staring at a picture of it. Like, yeah. does he have a picture of himself as a you, as a twelve year old boy again, yeah. staring at himself? It's like, yeah, it's like the the, the Wolverine, you know, meme. Yeah, it's exactly. That, it's that. Yeah, that's what. That's it is. him, Josh Baskin, yeah. in the Wolverine bed, staring <laughs> at is, a twelve year old picture of himself. That Wolverine meme is the is the um, picture is the the quintessential the definition. Definition. It's the it's the visual representation of longing. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. All right, taglines. Let's see about these. You, you be the judge. Yeah, and you out there all listening, all, uh, all all of the audience here, you be the judge. No, no, so, no, no, no. I'm the judge. I'm the judge. You, you're the judge. I'm you're the judge. judge, jury, and executioner of yeah, these right. things. So. Execute, I'm going to execute these taglines. I'm imagining you as Sylvester Stallone with a little <laughs> helmet on right now. Or actually, he's too famous. you got to take the helmet off. I am the Lure. Taglines. You're only young once with an exclamation once. point at the end. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's... Or is oh, that like yelling? I guess Caps would be yelling. You're only young once. You're only young once. Next. Remember, dot, dot, dot. When, bed, when buddies were buddies, girls were a mystery, and you couldn't wait to grow up? <laughs> the question mark. <laughs> Do I remember? <laughs> Am I butchering these? It's like no, they did. But like, it's okay. I it's mean, all right. Fine. Sure. Have you ever really had a big secret? <laughs> the question mark again. <laughs> I mean, that's... I don't, like, I don't like where that's going. It's one way to put it. Yeah. So it's what happened in the in the in the dark. Oh, actually in the yeah. light. When he turned the lights on, that's yeah. the secret. A wonderful new comedy. I mean, that's just true. <laughs> I don't know. It's just true. I don't know if I put it on the on the box, but it's true. You're only young once, but for Josh, it might just last a lifetime. That's a that's an ambiguous one there. Yeah, I don't know, because like you gotta think about the science of this, because like if he's like young, right? He's twelve, and then he he's big. He's so he's always he's gonna be like eighteen years behind. 
But like, so when he's 50, he's still going to be 32. So I guess he's still young. I don't know. Do you ever say like people tell you, oh man, that thing aged me a lifetime. Yeah. This thing literally aged him a lifetime. Yeah. I guess like, yeah. If we, if we do math about it. Yeah. He's got dog years. He's young for a lifetime. But I don't like any of these, really. Uh, The the last one is the worst one. Yesterday, Josh wanted everything in life. Girls, money, cars. Did he want money? (laughs) Did he want cars? Did he want cars? (laughs) Today, all his wildest dreams have come true. That sounds like like a a movie about a bank robbery, doesn't it? (laughs) I don't think his dreams came true because like, I I don't think he was happy for a second that he was big. None of these are good. You know what? I think maybe the best one is you're only young once. Yeah, you're only young once. That's... (laughs) The maybe, they should, maybe there should be a question mark there. You're only young once. Once? Yeah. Well, I guess he's going to be young twice because yeah. he got old and then he's young again. He's going to get yeah. old again. So he's old. You're only, you're right. only young twice and you're only old twice. All so, right. There we anyway. go. Fi- final final decision. You're only young twice. Put it on financials. The box. 18 million budget. 151.9 million. Bad way. This thing was a little bit of a success. Bang. <laughs> they spent all that money on his apartment. All those greedy executives are sitting there going, yes, yes. yes bring me the monies. <laughs> they don't care about the about the movie itself. They just made they made that that fat stacks on 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 this investment here with Tom Hanks. Oh yeah, man. Cash so and, and speaking of Tom Hanks, did you know did you know, Bad Way, that no. he was nominated for Best Actor for an Academy Award? I honestly didn't know until you told me like twenty minutes ago and it blew my mind. Because I didn't did think that the Academy would like recognize this movie. Do you think he should have won? He lost to Dustin Hoffman in Rain Man. No, because what are you going to do? You can't. can't I mean, Rain Hoffman. Man is a great Rain movie. I mean, and Hoffman's Rain great. You got Tom I mean, Cruise. Robert Downey Jr. might have thoughts as to why Dustin Hoffman won that role. And, and that's and that's more of a of a, of a, yeah. of a serious movie instead of a yeah. comedy. And I feel like they're not going to give it to a comedy, even though this had some serious moments. No. But And Tom Hanks is young, you know. You know they, they like to nominate him all the time. And this is... I'm assuming his first. This was '88. He came. It was his first nomination, and yeah. then he won two Oscars after this. But yeah, like he's young. Like they're gonna give it to Dustin Hoffman. Is this the same year as The Burbs? Because I think The Burbs was '88 too, wasn't it? I feel like Tom Hanks was in every movie from like 1986. Joe versus to the volcano. There's, there's, he's Dragnet. Bright. Yeah, Dragnet. It was right after yeah. that, I believe, yeah. too. And it's funny. So I don't know. There's a couple other pieces of trivia that I'll just call out. I don't really know where they fit in the episode, but the one thing that I thought. I thought was interesting, and I'm curious what your perspective is on this. There was something on IMDb that said, to give Tom Hanks an idea how a 13-year-old boy would behave, director Penny Marshall filmed each grown-up scene with David Moscow, who was playing the young Josh, who played Hanks' part. And then he copied Moscow's behavior. Hanks would go on to do something similar in Forrest Gump in 94 when he would spend time with the young Forrest and imitate his southern accent to prepare for the part. Do you think that's true? No. Or you think that's uh, IMDb fabrication? I don't think here. That's, that's a bunch of bull crap. No, no, I, I don't. That first of all, that would take forever. And second of all, this kid, young Josh David Moscow, he's not an actor on the yeah. level of Tom Hanks even <laughs> back then. So it's like, how is Tom Hanks going to learn acting? Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> he had to learn it, but put the kid in a fake setting on yeah. a set. It's like not. It's not like real observation. You he know? had to de-learn it. It's, yeah. it's basically, he had to unlearn it, acting. It makes like no sense. It's like reverse method. I don't know. Do you, do you like, think it's cheating to do that too? Like, is he cheating? It's like he's copying no. exactly what was happening. All, all acting is an open book test. Yeah. You gotta, you just gotta take what- It's like, let's know, do this scene, observe it, and then yeah. copy it exactly. Every, everybody wants you to get the right answers. Like there's, there's no secrets. 
Well, and I, I thought this the other the other piece here was so this is also notable for containing the F word at a film rated PG during the PG thirteen era, which is also on par with Beetlejuice, Caddyshack two, and Spaceballs. We need more F bombs in PG movies. You yeah, know? The, the, it's it's effective. <laughs> the, the, the way it was used in this movie, it was very effective. The one time, it's like you Whoa, save it, you save it's it, serious, and it means a lot when you hear yeah. it. So uh, let's talk about Tom Hanks, right? We talk about him as an actor and and his performance in this. Does this movie work without him? And I have a very specific reason for asking you, but does this movie work without him? It's it's an iconic role. It's one of those roles where you don't imagine another actor taking his spot. So are we are we trying to recast it, or were were they not happy with Hanks? It in the was beginning? almost a scenario, and and I don't again I don't know how true this is, but it was on IMDb, and there was I'm just going to kind of name some actors, but mm. the one that was actually supposed to be pretty serious was Robert De Niro. So apparently Robert De Niro mm. was almost in this movie as as an older Josh Baskin. Like I, I want to talk about him specifically, but I'll name some of the other actors and we'll come back to him. Yeah. But Robin Williams, who obviously can do this because yeah. he was in Jack, I think it could have worked with him. But then you got John Travolta, Dennis Quaid, Steve Gutenberg, Bill Murray, Judge Reinhold, Michael mm-hmm. Keaton, Albert Brooks, okay. John Goodman, Gary yeah. Busey, and Jeff Bridges, among other names. Well, are we just going to have name every actor from the 80s? Let's just... Or- I think the ones that were, were supposed to be pretty serious was apparently De Niro was supposed to be in this, but he wanted, he wanted more money than they were willing to give him, and they couldn't mm-hmm. afford him. So, like, I don't know. There's something about Tom Hanks in this. He has a childlike innocence as an actor, and I think De Niro yep. is too old to have that and make it work in the same way that Hanks made it work for Josh. I don't know if you agree with that. It's ridiculous. It's that yeah, I don't even believe it, to be honest. Like I feel like maybe maybe his name was tossed around in the beginning, but I doubt I seriously doubt that it was like actually, you know, offered to him. It wouldn't have worked, right? Yeah. I mean, how could this movie work with him? Like, is there anyone else on that list besides Robin Williams that you think could have done it? I don't think so. Well, maybe maybe Michael Keaton. Right, yeah. I mean, because Bill played, Murray's too old. Judge Reinhold's, you know, just a guy. He's too he's, he's, he's a side character. <laughs> he's whatever. Yeah. Steve Gutenberg's too Gutenbergy. He's weird, <laughs> right? Dennis where's Quaid. You, Dennis Quaid's just a dad. Where's your boy John Cusack on this list? Yeah. I don't know where he's oh, at. Yeah, screw him. My, Michael Keaton played the hell out of a snowman, so I think he could yeah. play a thirty-year-old. Yeah. You can do snowman. You can do thirty-year-old boy. It's just I don't know. I, I said it before the childlike wonder that that. Tom Hanks is the whole I don't get it scene. Can you imagine Michael Keaton doing that? He'd be more like eccentric with it. And I think yeah. Hanks played a child very well. Yeah, he has a boyish body. He has a boyish charm and yes. an innocence to him. Yeah. I, I don't know that any and Robin Williams who said Jack obviously was a great movie. Mm-hmm. And I think he played that pretty well. And I, well, I like that movie a lot. It's a very like underrated 93, movie. 93, 94. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's kind of, that's kind of dark of a movie. But Dennis Quaid, Sad. I mean, isn't he like 40 at this point? Like 45? Yeah, he's, like he's like a dad. Like, like, what are you going to do with Dennis John Quaid? John Goodman and yeah. Gary Busey? Come on. They're just so. naming names. I don't, I don't believe any of this. <laughs> what are we doing here? Is there anyone on there that wasn't on there that you would have liked to put in there? I don't know. You named pretty much every single actor from the 80s. So I don't know. <laughs> Eddie Murphy? Where's Keanu Reeves at? Eddie Murphy could have done it. Yeah, where's it? Where's Keanu Reeves? Keanu so, Reeves was babyface back then. I don't know. Let, let's talk about the movie then. So, so the Zoltar machine and this this whole wish. The, obviously, the the setup for this is that he's trying to get on this carnival ride. He can't get on because he's not tall enough. Is that what big actually means when he says, "I want to be big"? Is that how he took it? I don't think he wanted to be thirty years old at all. <laughs> I think it was. I think it was a giant mistake. 
right? It's almost like a wish from the devil. I know? immediately regret this decision. I immediately regret this decision. That's what it was, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, what, he didn't want to be 30. You? He just wanted to date the girl and maybe like be like four inches taller. What if he said like, I want, I wish I had a car. Then what would have happened? Because she said that he, she liked that guy because he drives. Mm. He, he drove, right? That's his, yeah. That was his thing. He drove. Mm. And how old was she? Was she like 15 too? Like, I don't know. Because like, he's 12. Her boyfriend to. was at least 16. Yeah. So, that's, I mean, she better not be 12. That's a, that's a predatory so, situation there. Yeah. Let me tell you. That's, There's a lot of this going it. around in this movie, Drew. There's a lot. I mean, maybe IMDb has a point here. There's a lot of undertones. 7.3, 7. you know? There's a lot of the yeah. take back here. You take back your perfect score. Yeah. I mean, what? so what would you wish for if you had this Zoltar machine and you're him? What would you wish for? What did if anyone you, else wish for? I don't for? know. What if, if I wish to be small, what would they give me? Would you, would you turn into a baby or would you become microscopic? Well, you know what I mean? Like to equate big with older and I wish to be small with younger, right? Wouldn't they shrink me or would they de-age me? Yeah. <laughs> I'm to imagining be big. you like I wish Ant-Man. to be big. So let's just, let's just age you up. What if no. you turn into like literally a giant, like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm thinking about honey. I blew up the kids like yes. a giant baby. Yes. Walking, yeah. <laughs> like he, he breaks out of his house yeah, yeah. like that's what big is i don't know what would you what would you wish for well what, in what his case i would be like oh i just i wish that whitney would like me or whatever the hell her name i wish is, i was Courtney. more mature yeah i don't know i wish i had a car that's a good one it's yeah. kind of it's it, kind thinking of like in wish. his terms like you know not just i don't think he'd wish for a million bucks i mean he should but he won't <laughs> That's what he should have wished for. But I mean, he didn't know what he was doing. This but machine like, is, it was yeah. like a wishful thing. He was like a depressed like but, moment. But the but the devil, the devil's going to get you no matter what, right? I yeah. mean, this thing is powered by the devil, right? I mean, you, you I wish for a million dollars. It's gonna He's going to have a million dollars in his bed in the morning. But like the money came from the bank robbery that happened last night, right? It's like in the, like in the mask where he, yeah. he, he robs the money. He doesn't know how the money came and he, he robbed it. It's, that, it. it's no matter what you do, you know, he's, he's going to wish for a car and like, He'll get a car in the morning, but it'll be like part of some like murder investigation. You know, yeah. but it's it's in his name somehow, and like, oh, it's going to be a thing. Like the devil's going to twist it. This thing definitely had some satanic qualities about it. It had the red eyes. It oh. had the that weird sound that's like oh, mm-hmm. like the weird breath sound as the face was opening and closing the mouth. Like, what did you think of this? So I've seen this since I've been a very young kid. Did you see this growing up? Was this a movie that you saw? And did this thing freak you out when you were yeah, younger? I was not big when I saw this. I, <laughs> I was very small. Even though you might have yeah, wished yeah. you were. So small, in fact, that, you know, I had to, like, cover the TV when the boob's showing. Get your uncle standing in front? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it totally freaked me out. It's clearly from the occult, this machine. It's, it's in Ray's occult. Like, Ray would, yeah. be, Ray would be seeking this thing out. Yeah, yeah he would have it in his store. Absolutely. You know, found it in Tobin's spirit guide. <laughs> Yeah, totally. It totally freaked me out as a kid. Like, not so much that I couldn't watch the movie, but like, definitely like a, I don't like that thing kind of thing. Do you sure. think that the level of difficulty of of getting the coin into the mouth was on like too easy or too hard for the fact that it would fulfill any wish that you had in your life? I, I yeah, I want to know like if is he the only one to have won this game, or there's people all over the place just getting wishes. Have you ever played like a game where you, I remember back in the day, you go to Tilt or the arcades where they have the coins and you've got to make the coin do something, whether it's like flip it onto a platform Mm -hmm. or roll it down something and you get like a thousand tickets. Yeah. Was this on par with that or was it harder? Do you think you, could you get this in in the mouth of Zoltar? This seems easy, right? It's almost like trial, trial and error type thing where you might miss it the first time, but like after two tries, you're like, okay, I get it. I get the timing. 
and boom. I mean, he only had one coin, I suppose, but mm-hmm. you know, he finds out that this thing wasn't plugged in. He thought it was plugged in. It's on the end cap of 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 this like arcade row, I guess. Mm-hmm. Do you think it's powered by the devil? Is that what I'm we're just, supposed to be thinking it's about? Definitely, it's definitely definitely satanic issues involved because it, <laughs> it gave him it gave him what he wanted times a thousand to the point where he couldn't do anything with it besides it ruin his life. I know we've we look we had we made a side band called Emotep and we made sort of a death uh, an emo band called Emotep. I think we need to do a death metal or black metal band called Zoltar, and yes. I think we could oh. you know the, the the album could be called One Wish. Or yes. it could be big. Mm-hmm. We got to have some type of death metal or black metal band called Zoltar, and I'm yeah. sure we could create an album for that. I'm sure. Tra- track one. I don't get it. Yeah. Tra- <laughs> <laughs> I don't get it. <laughs> That's exactly it. Yeah. That's exactly what we need. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, having said that, do you think that this thing was in his head? Was this whole movie in his head? I don't. I, normally, I would ask yeah. that at the end. It could mm-hmm. be a dream. Yeah, I mean, maybe he like got onto that that whip roller ride that he was too short for. Maybe he got on anyway, and like it really did injure him. He was in a coma, and this is all a dream. He died. I mean, that's the only way it's not from the devil. Yeah, so. that that the carnival guy yeah. let him on, and mm-hmm. clearly he should have been three yeah. inches taller. It's like Final Destination. It's like the whole movie is like the other thing of what happened if everything goes through, and then like we zoom yeah. back. And then he didn't get on and he cheated death. Let, let's talk about the actual fulfillment of this wish. So he wishes to be big. He gets big. He got big. All right. Literally he's big and he, he becomes a grown man, a 30, 30 year old man, I guess. And I guess that's how old I mean, Tom Cruise was. was. Yeah. Let me ask you about the science of this. Now, is this like a, an eight hour process that he's, he's got to get a good night's rest to have this wish fulfilled. Is this like the, <laughs> you know, snap the finger <laughs> Like it see, happens. See, yeah, I thought we we're dealing with like a Groundhog Day situation to where it's like you know you get to go to bed and you wake up, you know, and then it happens. But when he wished to be a kid again, he kind of like changed to like in a couple hours. You know, a car rides home away, really, yeah. in front in front of uh, his as he was his, walking in front of his girlfriend's eyes. That's kind of weird, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. I would think there'd have to be a no one's looking sleeping kind of situation. Do you like how? You know, he got big, but he, those little those little tidy whities still fit him. He had the he had the thirty year old man sized ch- child's briefs underoos, the the underoos or the yeah. dungarees, as his mom said, mm-hmm. whatever she was saying as she was as she was folding it. I mean, how would you explain this to your mom? He wakes up, he he freaks out himself. They had this chance encounter where they almost see each other a few times. He doesn't know what the heck to do. What what, what would you do if you woke up as a thirty year old man? How how much would this it's, traumatize you? It's obvious you got to tie her up, right? Right. It's like the only <laughs> you way. Her. It's the only way to get her to listen, you know, without freaking out running around. You got to tie her up. Sorry, mom. It's for your own good. You'll, you'll understand eventually, and then I'll untie you. But he's twelve, and he's like an innocent child. He doesn't know about about you know crime at this point. He doesn't know. <laughs> he, doesn't, he doesn't. He doesn't know how to tie that kind of knot yet. He didn't get that that he's far innocent. in scouts. He's innocent. I mean, yeah. what what would you do? Like you wake up, you you look at your hands, your feet. You have hair in places you didn't even know existed. Oh man. I probably would have done very similar. I mean, it's pretty realistic. It's like, what do you do? You, you go, you try to explain yourself to your mom. doesn't work. Explain yourself to your friend. He screams, you know, help. Somebody's trying to get me. I probably would have stayed at my house, yelled at my mom to listen, 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 until I got arrested. Get arrested. Where's the kid? Oh, well, why don't you DNA test me? DNA yeah. test me. <laughs> Boom. 
what if Zoltar alters his DNA? You know, oh, like man, do we that's, know? That's a devil. gamble. I mean, the devil might get you that way. That's a, <laughs> that's a gamble. <laughs> they said you said you wanted to be big, not you yeah. wanted to return your retain your DNA and all yeah. your. No, I mean, do you think their their reactions were were valid? Like, put yourself in the mom's shoes and the and Billy's shoes. You see this guy show up. It just so happens to be he's got his dad's clothes on, which I think is the only reason why his dad was in this movie yeah. for half a scene, so that they gave him an excuse to have adult sized clothes. True. Was their reaction warranted? Yeah, I mean, obviously a kid would be more likely to believe this than the mom. That's for sure. But yeah, the mom, like totally. What do you think? That, that someone's breaking your house. What would you do if a grown ass man just broke into your house and sweats? Right. And and she had he had her husband's clothes on, which mm. was it's weird. He had like sweatpants and the giants the giants uh, sweatshirt. It's just I don't know. And she was in the middle of vacuuming or whatever, just taking care of the I, house. I think that he could have talked her into it had he tried to stay a little longer. I, I mean, mean, she got freaked. the knife. She got the knife out. I mean, That's true. I mean, you get you getting your mom coming at you yeah. with a knife. Mm. It, it's it gets a little serious. It goes from zero to ten pretty quickly. But but what if he like what if he like put his hands behind his head, you know, and like sat down on the ground. I said, listen, I'm 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 of no threat. Let's just let's talk. Let's just talk about and it. And then she winds up murdering him, and then you know, the end of the movie, it's like, yeah. oh my gosh, this I turned mean, into a tragic story. I don't know, I don't know New York's uh, laws, but like I don't know, no no forced entry. She's just gonna murder a guy. I don't know. <laughs> a wonderful new comedy. You're only young once. You know, I'll tell you what turned into a tragedy, man. Murder this guy. Like, who is this guy? He has no ID on him. Let's let's get, let's do his dental records, let's check his DNA. Oh man, it's Josh Baskins. <laughs> what? 12-year-old boy? What? So so you so if he dies, does he turn back into the boy? Like is it magic? Mm. Like when she murders him, she stabs him, does he like magically appear back into the to the child size or is he a dead In- man at 30? Interesting. And and did his life flash before his eyes? So is it like did he come back from the future essentially as a 30 mm, man? Does he have cavities and new dental yeah. records? Like how does this is like mm. I need to know. Like <laughs> But I like to imagine he turns into like the boy in, in like a magical scene as she as she t- and then it's like a horror movie and then she killed her herself. I I, I I like the visual of her stabbing him and he like shrinking immediately. Yeah, I like that in the grown man's clothes. I mean, yeah. what do you so what do you think of his kidnapping angle? So he immediately doesn't he doesn't know what to do. If you're a twelve year old kid and your mom doesn't believe you that you turn into a thirty year old man. He immediately goes with this kidnapping angle, yeah. which seemed like a fly by the seat of the pants kind of situation. It's not bad because you want to you want to let the mom know that I'm alive, right? You don't want her out there thinking that I'm dead. So you got to give her the hope. He doesn't know that he's coming back as a kid. He's hoping he does, but he doesn't know. But we got to keep the hope alive, right? Yeah. I mean, so. you're going to make a ransom call at your desk at work. Like imagine, sure. imagine you did this. Like imagine your current job right now. You go talk about, oh, you'll get him back soon. You're sitting in an open cubicle office mm. talking about how you're going to see him soon. I promise you all of this. Like it's basically a ransom call in a way without yeah. saying I'm, I'm holding you hostage for money. Like, yeah, but you know, his, his, his office mate is John Lovitz. He doesn't care. <laughs> He's not listening. He doesn't. Like it. He doesn't John care. Lovitz just wants him to slow in that, slow yeah. down the data entry yeah. and, and, and watch out for the, the lady in the red top. Yeah. So making me look bad. <laughs> uh, what do you think about him just being an adult now? So you, you go from, you go from being a 12 year old kid, essentially, having no clue how to handle yourself. You've got this new body that you don't even know how to operate, essentially. Mm-hmm. Operate's a good word. And now he he's a grown man. Like, Dude, let me tell you something. I wouldn't last an instant <laughs> out be there dead in, in the real instant. world at 12. I'd be dead. 
on the streets of New York? I'd be, I'd be finished. I wouldn't know. What, I don't know how to buy things at twelve. You can't how pay am I gonna rent. Buy shelter? Are you kidding me? That's how you wind up at the St. James Motel, man. I don't think I was ordering my McDonald's by myself at twelve, Drew. I saw. I whispered to my mom, 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 cheeseburger, fries. Like I whispered to her, and she orders it for me. What am could, I gonna do? Could you woo a thirty-four-year-old woman? At, Absolutely at not. I don't know what woo means. Could you get? <laughs> would you long for her, as you mentioned earlier? I don't have the loins to long for her <laughs> did, at, did at twelve. You, I mean, he he had him physically, but not <laughs> mentally. I guess at that point. <laughs> but I mean, uh, I, just, I just don't know if the plumbing works. You know, I don't yeah, know but, that, well. What uh, about a job interview? Could you go on a job interview for no. McMillan Toys? Him filling out that job application is the most ridiculous thing. Like, there's no way I'd be able to like figure that out. That's like that's like homework beyond recognition to a twelve year old. What are the? I mean, what else is he responsible for at this point? Like, how did they even know how to take the bus into the city? To go to this this crusted yeah, out, you, mortared out hotel. His friends like super street smart because like I wouldn't have been able to figure that out either. Like that whole how he got to New York and actually got some shelters. Yeah, rented a rented a hotel. Like I wouldn't have known that I was allowed to rent a hotel. What you what you think of that place? I mean, I wouldn't live there. Definitely roaches, right? I mean, definitely roaches. Bed yeah, as crazy city. as it sounds, I feel like I'd rather sleep in the streets, Drew. I I think I'd rather just I'd than, rather than sli- do the than same. sleep in that motel. He had a, a sheet rental fee too, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> it, sure, it they were a clean. Very sure. seedy place. Sure, they were clean. We'll talk about Tom Hanks' acting ability, but the first night in that place—you mentioned it oh, before we started yeah. recording here—but it was a classic. He should have given the Oscar for that alone. Yeah, I mean, him curled up in a ball crying when when he hears the arguing—it's just arguing. He's sitting there crying. And then a gunshot outside. Is there a gunshot outside in New York every every night? Probably. Well, stereotypical. And you know, they always show the guy talking to himself when yeah. they show like someone coming to New York City. There's always a guy mumbling to himself. I feel like that's a little stereotypical too, but that's neither here nor there. I, I've been to New York and I may or may not have seen people talking to themselves, but you know, I, see I, that, I see that everywhere. What is this? This is 88, right? I, it's not 89. So it's 88. And, and this is back, we talked about Last Action Hero. Like that was early 90s and that was pretty seedy when they're in New York and they're in like the, basically the porno district with like the... <laughs> You know, I don't know. How to, I don't know what else to call it, but the adult peep show theater area, like you mean the old man's theater. That, that yeah, was, basically, that was, probably, that was basically a port of theater. <laughs> what was his name, Nick? <laughs> Nick, go yeah, back was, and listen yeah, to was, our that episode. Was yeah, that was Nick's theater. Nick's theater. I mean, he 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 showed Jack Slater to the kid, yeah. but like really, it was a porno theater how, for, listen, for the rest of the paying public. How else was that guy in business? Yeah, he's got he's got to show come something. On. He's got to show something. No one come else comes on. in. He's got the outfit on only yeah. for only for Jack Slater four or yeah. whatever it was. But mm. yeah, this guy, I don't know. We, we can talk about the apartment. I don't know. I don't know where to put this in. We're going to jump around quite a bit on this one. But his his apartment's pretty sweet. Oh, do you want to talk about iconic. that now, or do you want to talk about it later? Let's let's do it now. What do you think about this place? It's pretty awesome. It's iconic. I mean, it's every kid's dream is like, wow, look at this place. Like, imagine if I was a kid living on my own. This is exactly what it would be. And I'm sure like maybe they even maybe they even outsource some opinions from some kids because it's really all it is is like a gym mixed with an arcade is really yeah. what it is. You mean they got a VP of product development for that was a 12-year-old living in a 30-year-old man's yeah, body to like, consult uh, on this? Exactly. Like imagine imagine the the set designer like uh, designing this thing out. Must have been must have been awesome. They weren't going after Peter McAllister's yeah. f- focus groups, the ones that <laughs> where they've increased their yeah. their revenue year over year. So so I found the floor plan of this place, by the way, yeah. and it just sold a couple of years ago for a cool nine plus million dollars. We have to put this in the show notes. We'll put yeah. it in the episode notes for sure. And um, and I found out at least ten years ago 
it was going for $9,000 a month for, for rent. You think that's worth so, it? So what do you think, uh, inflation? What do you think? So if that was in, call it 2010, right? Yeah. It was $9,000 a month in 2010. <laughs> How much do you think it was back in uh, Josh Baskin days, back in 87? Man, I mean, 87, housing market was, I, I don't know what interest rates were back then. I know it's, I know. <laughs> but like, could we cut it in half and generously? Probably, but even call still. Call it four. Let's say it was four grand. Is he making that money as the VP of no. of, uh, of toy development well, maybe. over at McAllister's? After a week? After a week? You know? He's he's making bank, but he doesn't know. Like, I don't know how much Do it costs to get You really think he's making 50 machines. grand a year in 1987 for toys? As a vice president at this, a, this uh, swanky VP. McMillan Toys? Yeah. Uh, maybe. I mean, he makes a joke. What is it, like 50 VPs? He's, he's like, oh, yeah. you're a vice president? He's like, yeah, they got 50 of them or whatever yeah. he said. But mm. I mean... It might have been a good job. He had he had a big his office was bigger than Bob's old office. It was a great so. office. It's a great office. <laughs> I wish yeah. I had that it was, office. It was Bob's old office. Yeah. <laughs> <It> was, <laughs> I mean, I, I found Peter McAllister here. They were trying for return of Peter McAllister to so, the to the uh to the podcast here, but we'll talk about I, I'd be mad too. We'll, we'll get to him in a second. But no, the so layout let, of that apartment is yeah, amazing. Let me get to this layout real quick. So we we only see the foyer. The, fo- the do you call it a foyer? Or I a fo- say foyer, a fo- but I, I'm a foyer. A, I'm an ignorant American right? here. So there's a foyer, right, which leads you into the great room, which is what we see. We that see great the great room, room where it kind of has that right angle of all windows and like that right angle to where is basically where his trampoline is, right? Yeah. But to the right side of of that great room is a whole other section. Where there are four bedrooms, a walk-in closet that's as big as the smallest bedroom. It's got elevator entry, laundry room, which in New York City, come on, people will tell you, there's yeah. no laundry rooms in these apartments. You, you got a laundry room in there? That's, that's worth a luxury. four grand or ten grand a month. That anyway. is a luxury. Massive master bath. Unbelievable amenities. Closets out the at the wazoo. <laughs> Dining area, Drew. This place is just ridiculous. Why why did they not show the rest of this place on the movie? Do you think they they just they didn't feel like dressing it up or they wanted to show the fact that like he's got this amazing place and he doesn't know what to do with it. He's got his bunk well, beds out in the middle of the floor. I think that they probably wanted it to, to be they, they didn't want it to be as huge to be more unrealistic as it already is, I bet. They probably want to say, "Okay, this is how big the place is and no more because it would be absurd." To look to be for it to be any further, right? Yeah, they'd have to triple their budget. I mean, they rented the place out obviously to get it, but yeah, what do you think of having to take an elevator to your house like a private elevator? Essentially, it's weird to like if the elevator opens up like into your place, but and he's got the like the cage elevator too with the the door for those that want to that want to look it up. I believe I have the address here. We'll definitely put it in the notes of the of the show. If you if you're listening to the show, check out the show notes or go to the lastrowpodcast.com. We'll definitely put it on the blog post for the page too. But it is when he says swanky apartment, that was not joking. It is amazing. It's a it's a sweet looking place. 85 Grand Street, Unit 2, Soho, Manhattan, New York. What do you think of the way he decorated it? Classic 12-year-old, 13-year-old decorations. I mean, are you pinball I, guy? I, uh, yeah, absolutely. I, I would go Terminator 2 pinball, but yeah. not in, obviously not in 88 because, I mean, you know, I was 10 in 94, so Terminator 2 pinball existed. I, had, I would have put the Terminator pinball in there. What about Shaq pinball? Did you play that one? No, that was great too. Absolutely. <laughs> 
Adam's Family Pinball. Adam's Family Pinball is the, is the one, yep. man. Yep. And Star Wars Pinball is a really yep. good one too. That that's Love a it. that's a good one. So you got that. I mean, I would I would go uh, definitely basketball hoop. He's got it. Yeah, he knew it. I never would have thought of trampoline. So yeah, props to him. There's a good trampoline. use of the space too on the yeah. corner. Yeah. Is there is there part of you that would be afraid you'd fall out the window? Somehow? I was thinking the same thing. Like, what if you had momentum and you just crashed your ass out the window? Yeah. I, I kept know? thinking that, like, you yeah. know, they drop in water balloons. How about his head smashes like a balloon from from jumping in the wrong angle? Yeah, but right, he knew I mean, what he was hell. doing. I guess we yeah. we to trust him. I mean, kids, kids are resilient. What do you right. think of the soda machine in there? We, yeah. He rigged it up without the quarters, so you don't you Perfect. don't need it. Perfect. I mean, this kid has thinking of things that I never would have thought of. As did he buy that stuff or did he rent it? You know, it's he, the truck did say um, something something rentals on it. Yeah, at least the one where he got the pinball machine from. So maybe there is a sense of realism because I don't know if you know this, but like I remember looking up prices of like arcade machines back in the nineties and they were like thousands upon thousands of dollars. I feel like, you know, a rental might've been, maybe he rented that, that trampoline and he rented the, that pinball machine and all that kind of thing. They, so. they make them now like that. What is it? One up arcade where you can get yeah. like mortal Kombat and stuff for like, you know, a couple hundred bucks. I would, I want yeah. that. I just don't have the space for it, yeah. but and and if he rented it versus bought it, does he even know the difference at this point? Like, I don't no. know that he even knows what his expenses are. He's just like getting well, stuff. Well, if you're him, why not rent it? Because your time is temporary anyway. True, right? true. I think they oh, had what six yeah. weeks until they could yeah. find the Zoltar machine because yeah. they had to go through the like the New York City's clerk's if, office. If if it existed, if it, it existed, yeah. If it, if it existed, I mean, the only way he's going to be able to afford this, I forgot what you said. What's what's the rent now? It's like ten grand a month back then. It's probably like at least four, five grand. Uh, a month. Generously four grand, maybe. Whatever it. the heck it was. We mentioned McMillan Toys. You got Robert Loggia. How do you say it? I always Loja. mix that up. Loggia. Robert Loggia, very famous actor. Mister Mister McMillan himself. Josh gets this job at, at McMillan Toys as a data entry specialist. I have one question about this interview process because we don't have that much time to talk about it, but. If the interviewer didn't get interrupted by Susan complaining about one of the other workers, would Josh have got this job or not? I don't think so, you know? He because he was kind of struggling with the GW, the pledging. I feel like he was like a question or two away from getting trapped of like, what are you, who are you? <laughs> like how long, can, how long can this go on before yeah. he really screws up? <laughs> but I feel like the guy, like he was like so distracted by, by Susan he was like, oh, I got to deal with this. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. You're hired. Why can you start? It's we sober. need you. Because yeah. I feel like this type of job, it's got a lot of turnover. It's really kind of a crappy job. All he's doing is just pounding keys. Yeah. That's all he's doing. Typing monkey, stuff. A monkey could do the job. John Lovitz could do the job. Yeah. So I feel like he just wanted to fill a seat. Is there any other place that he could have worked that would have worked out better or worse than this? Like imagine he went to a bank instead of a toy oh. company. Yeah, it's the perfect situation for him to move up accidentally in the company for sure. <laughs> He'd got like sussed out immediately. It's <laughs> yeah, like yeah. it's like what the hell, man? Like he's in a bank. Like he would have been, been he would have been begging for that as Altar machine, right? <laughs> he got promoted because he he busted into McMillan and yeah. and he had the you know Susan and and Peter McAllister following him around, showing, showing some hustle. He had some hustle. What yeah. do you think of McMillan? Do you think he's a good boss? It's, uh, now I was wondering, is McMillan? a good boss with an eye for talent that knows what he wants or is he like Jerry Jones to where it's like, he has no idea what's going on. He's, <laughs> he's the owner of this company, but you know, he's making, he's just, he's, he's over the hill. He's getting a little crazy. He's just old there. age. Maybe he needs to be pushed out. Which is he one looking of the two for is his he? replacement? Is Which that one? why he's got Josh? No. 
No. I think that he's he's going to be in power until he dies. So like just the fact that he guy. might be becoming a little, you know, senile or <laughs> maybe a little too like over the hill, overmatched in his in his uh, in his advanced age to that he's making bad decisions that could negatively affect the future of the company. Did, did in Peter McAllister's eyes. I mean, listen, if he's got <laughs> we're going to keep calling Peter McAllister the whole yeah. time because it's it's who it is. It's Kevin McAllister's dad. Is the is the the character here? That's nobody all knows I can his see. real name. Nobody <laughs> uh, but but he let the, this guy make these these presentations, which we'll get to in a second. That made zero sense. So I guess if McMillan is up there, I, I doesn't Peter McAllister say at one point like McMillan? He's losing it, man. He's exactly, losing that's what it. I'm saying. Like in, in Peter's eyes, McMillan's losing it because he's just he's giving this guy promotion after two days, a data entry guy, two days after the job. Like they're all jockeying for, but, for the job, I guess. But if you look at it, like from his point of view, from McMillan's point of view, he runs into this man child at the toy store on yeah. Saturday, right? Kids rolling around on the floor with another 12 year old. He's got like perfect elevator pitch reviews of toys that McMillan's just pointing out in the toy store. This is exactly the type of guy we need to, to test our toys a guy that thinks like a kid this this he sees that the kids like this guy's like something's wrong with him right he's not exactly <laughs> mature he can see right through it for all we know loja knows that this kid that this man is 12 years old or at least emotionally stunted he's, right? like, he's like hey this guy must have found a machine at yeah. a carnival <laughs> i've seen it <laughs> It was me. I'm Robert Loja. (laughs) And I wished on a Zoltar 30 years ago. (laughs) Damn it. This kid's got it. That was was his wish. (laughs) He was the only other person to ever win at Zoltar. (laughs) We figured it out. It it wasn't Josh's wish. It'd be a big. (laughs) Damn it, Josh. you, you, You remind me of me. Oh, oh my god you're promoted first off can i tell you you do a, a, a spot on permission <laughs> of impression of lotion i hope i'm not piercing the ears of everyone oh my god it, it's it's spot on but but i like the idea that Loja was the one that it, that wished for his company to be saved yeah. and yep. he brought he brought on <laughs> he's the only other one to win it to win yeah. it Zoltar. when this idiot showed up he's like oh my god there's my wish <laughs> but no i'm saying Loja wished to be big back when he was 12. <laughs> He's been through it. So he knows Manchild when he sees one. And now that he's 60, but he's really 42, he knows an 18-year-old difference in mentality when he sees one. And this this Man. this son of a bitch is 12 years old. I know it. I can see it. <laughs> I've been there. I've been there. Damn it, I've been there, Josh. I know what you're going through. <laughs> what if what if he grew up? And he just never decided to go back to be a kid. So he was a 12 year old yeah. that became And he a- got a dad entry job as a, at the toy store <laughs> because that's what a 12 year old does. And, he, and he's just, he's just too old now. He's jaded. Yeah. He yep. doesn't have the 12 year old wonder anymore. And he doesn't know how to run the company at his, at his advanced age because he got the job <laughs> too early. And it just, the, the, the dominoes are finally falling on him. Think about it. He goes to the toy store yeah. every Saturday, doesn't he? He's, like, he's a 12 yeah, year old. Exactly. He's living that dream. Exactly. And I, think about this. Yeah. Like, you know how the pressure as, as the movie gets on starts to mount on Josh. Yeah. Like as he gets higher up in his job, like now he's got to do a promotion. Now he's got to think of an idea. Like, I don't know how to, like he's freaking out to Susan. Like, I don't know how to do this. Like what's going on? Like, I don't, because like, it's like, 
yeah, because he didn't go to school for this. It's like, yeah, you don't know how to do this. It's true. It's like, Does he know how to how to write anything? Like, like I mean, I know yeah, he's no. a twelve year old. You can write, I guess, but if, like, no, yeah. like he's he's struggling to do book report on Tom Sawyer, probably. So like, imagine like as he gets higher in his job, he's going to be asked to do things he has zero idea on how to do. And it goes to show you how you can BS your way through life if you just like work. If you just like, if you're good at BSing, yeah, right. You get some lucky breaks. I mean, so I, I, we got to get to this. I'm going to ask you now, but like, does the, the six week, I'm assuming this is like six weeks, right? It's something like that. Around that time, does the experience that he have make him better at being a kid? Like, because now he knows how to do business. Like he's like, he can do business. So he goes back and he's a 12 year old. We we need, we'll save it because we need to get to that. I have thoughts on that exact We'll we'll get to it. Let's talk about his job. So he, you said he's a VP of product development. What does that mean? It means I uh, play with all this stuff and they tell me, I get to tell them what I think. They're going to pay you for that? (laughs) Suckers. No, yeah. Billy. Really, his office is a bunch of toys and he just plays with it. And he tells Robert Loggia what he, what, what's good and what's not good. That's really, (laughs) that's really his job. Are those, are those Macmillan toys or are they competitor toys? Are they all toys? I bet they're all toys. A little bit of everything. What does he like? I, I bet there are competitors toys. Cause really when we get into that board meeting with the, with the skyscraper robot. So that's, that's a Macmillan toy and that's where he can like lend his expertise. Yeah. Right. And like his, he tells Macmillan and company what's good about these competitors toys. They take that knowledge and that's when they develop their, their master toy. This their is new, like their, their new Christmas toy. It's like insider trading, man. It's it's yeah. not fair. They got they got a twelve year old, like, twelve year old on the payroll, man. Isn't this just what a focus group is? I mean, really, he's yeah. just an in house focus group person. That's it. But like to have a childlike mentality in a thirty year old is like a gold mine to them. I'm assuming. To, I guess, to, but to McMillan, they don't know that. I mean, I guess yeah, you can't legally hire a twelve year old. Right, it's child labor laws, and like you assume that this guy has a level of maturity to like do the job plus have the mentality to know what kids want. Yeah. He has an eye for it. And like he's like, he's a blue chipper really. That's true. In their eyes. But really he's just a kid. Well, how much is he getting paid? You, you, you mentioned you alluded to it later. Is this, is this like he got paid $187 or something for his so, first paycheck? So 187 for his first paycheck, which you can't compare the two because it's data entry, right? You know, high school equivalents, uh, you know, job, whatever, which 187, I'm sure it was like, you know, maybe around minimum wage, maybe a little bit more back the, back in the day. We don't know how many hours he worked. But you talk about VP of what now? Product development? Yeah. For a major toy line. I, he's probably making like 50, right? 50 a year? At least. I mean, as yeah. vice president. I, I mean, think 50 is a lot age, in 87. At, at that, I, I, he might be making six figures, man, easily. You think? To, to afford that apartment, he's a vice president. This yeah. is like... I mean, it's supposed to be like a FAO Schwartz, I guess. I don't know what they were saying. It was the inspiration, or maybe it's like, I don't know, Playmates, Galoob. I'm thinking about all these random Mattel. like toy companies <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> back from the 80s and stuff. Playmates had the turtles, right? Yeah, they Playmates did, yeah. And 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 it's it's interesting. Like, yeah. I don't know. I mean, could you do this job? And, and couldn't they just I'm not saying that they need a 30-year-old, a 12-year-old and a 30-year-old man. And the question is, if if Macmillan found out that this, let's say he found out that this was actually happening. Would he have tried to block Josh from becoming a kid again? Because oh, the, he needs this kid. There's a, there's a lot of movies within this movie that could yeah. have been made, right? I want to see that. I want to see like, where's the, where's the movie where the focus is on finding Josh, right? Yeah. 
and the dad is Sean Penn, maybe. Yeah, the FBI and like, is like and, after. Yeah, and it's like a you know, it's like a it's like that whole thing. It's like, like there's prisoners. that. Yeah. <laughs> right? And then like where's the movie where they find out early that he's 30, but like that he's 12, but like they try to stop him from being a kid, you know, and then like there's a whole thing where he wants to and, and all of a sudden he's like being forced under his own like he really is being kidnapped. Yeah. Really? To do work. L- and, and then Loja. They, Loja yeah, by Loja. By Loja. <laughs> and then like they they reduce his pay or even not pay him at all because really he's not really a a, a citizen at, at this point. Because he doesn't have a real social security number. Nobody knows this kid. You know. Was it somebody else getting paid on his behalf? Like imagine yeah. is someone taxes is gonna be completely screwed because oh, yeah. they're they're making like they're six get, figures. They're getting audited the shit out of <laughs> next fiscal year. He get, you better believe it. Twelve. You better believe it. Yeah. <laughs> Where's your yeah. where's your income, buddy? But you, you got a scenario where like Robert Loja's like turning milk cartons sideways so nobody sees the missing boy thing. It's like there's like this whole thing where they're like holding him against his will, making him test these toys, right? Is the milk carton like the equivalent of like a car alarm? Like you hear a yeah. car alarm well, and you're just like, whatever. I'm like, sorry, those, those kids are dead already. Drew. They, they don't they don't look for that. And if you're on the milk cartons, like nobody's nobody's looking. What, so do you think he was good at his job? So, because what did they show him yeah. doing? They showed him jumping around on some stuff. They showed him in the office playing with that, 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 I don't know what it was. It's like a flying thing. And then the comic book, right? What else did he do? I mean, he got that stupid skyscraper thing next, which was like probably saved the company a lot of money because that yeah. thing was not going to sell. Let's be honest. I, 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 we need to talk about that. Let, let's talk about that because. There's a whole there's a whole angle here with with Paul, aka Peter McAllister, and and, and Susan. I want to come back to them and their dating situation, but just Josh blowing up, torpedoing Peter McAllister's <sighs> presentation in the middle Something. of the the meeting. Now you look, you work in an office setting, you've got meetings and you've got people doing presentations. Let's say you were given this presentation and some guy raises his hand to you and just says, "I don't get it." Mm. Is that acceptable behavior, the what way I'm that thinking, he handled himself? If I'm Peter McAllister, who the f*** are you? <laughs> you bleep that out. <laughs> yeah, well, hey, it's a, it's a PG it's a PG podcast. We get one. We get one. We get we one. Get one. They, they got the, one. We get one. Who the F are you? <laughs> I don't get it in front of my, my boss and all these people. Where did you come from? It's exactly how he reacted. He's vicious. Is probably how a normal person would have reacted in the business world. Like, what do you, what do you, what? He's vicious. Yeah. What did he say to him? Yeah. This guy's a killer. <laughs> he's out to get him. He's out to get He's coming from my throat. <laughs> I mean, think about it. He doesn't know he's a 12-year-old that just doesn't no. get it. No. He probably thinks this guy's playing like dumb so he's that he play- can. Is there nothing worse than some guy just gunning for your job, but at the whole time playing all shucks nice guy? I mean. Oh, gee, I'm just happy to be here. To be I'm fair, just- his presentation made no sense. Like, no, it was at terrible. All. It was, terrible. It, was it was a bad toy. It was a bad toy. It was now, a crappy toy. Now I've I've never seen something to that degree in real life, but like I feel like there's there's an ethical way that I'm, now it's not fair because the twelve year old doesn't know what he's doing right. He's like he's <laughs> just being kid. They say this all the time. Kids are brutally honest, right? Yes, he's brutally honest. So he's, he's just being brutally honest. I feel like there's a way to disagree with that pitch without. I don't get it. You know. And yeah, like, like, does it have to be a building? Un- understandably, you know, if you're the presenter, you're like, come on, man. Like, there's there's a better way to do this, right? And But to your other point, 
he was spitting numbers that made zero they sense. They had nothing and, like, to do with it. It was obvious. Oh, market research shows that in the action figure, we're up 27%. Like, okay, just because you're good at action figures doesn't mean that this action figure is going to sell. Yeah, like we're, your reputation is, means yeah. that this is going to sell. But the, so, it's not even a reputation. It was a sales metric. It's like, you know, there's a joke like at bands, like, oh, you know, if, you know, what, what's what's a popular band? Like a... I don't know, Metallica, Back, call it Metallica. Yeah, Metallica. Well, no, Metallica did shit on an album. And okay, yeah, they it. did. Nobody bought That's it. That's true. Like, like in, uh, in, in the 2000, in 2000, if NSYNC put out an album and it was just them farting on it for, for 90 <laughs> minutes, it would have sold, you know, what? Five million copies? Yeah, Radiohead. But yeah. Yeah, there you go, Radiohead. Radio, not, not Radiohead, out perfect there. example. That's the perfect Radiohead. example. Radiohead literally farts in, farts in a microphone <laughs> for 90 minutes and, and it, goes, it goes triple platinum. <laughs> but it's genius. So like, is, is, is this guy comparing himself? Is he the radio head of, of toy making that he's just going <laughs> to fart out a building robot and it, and it going to just going to increase his, his, yeah. his, his stranglehold on the market? It, you're right. It doesn't make any sense. And, but it, but it wasn't even like the reputation. It's just the sales figures have nothing to do with their reputation. The sales yeah. figures are, res, are res, a result of sales. So this guy going out there saying this, now listen, I'm going to be Josh for a second. I'm going to, I'm going to be, 30-year-old business experience, Josh, and this is how you handle that meeting. Mm-hmm. You go in there and you say, dude, Peter McAllister or whatever, right? Paul, I love this idea. I think it's great. I'm not sure a building is what we should yes. go with, yeah. but I love your idea of a robot and I think it's great. Yeah. How do we a, work together? What if it was a bug or something? Yeah, what, what if, if it was, was a bug? bug? And I was like, ooh, bug, bug. Yeah. And then he gets out of the building. Bug? You don't just go in a meeting and just say bug. Bug. You just say bug. I mean, but but he should have said he should have said like, dude, you got a great idea here. Let's yes. let's work together. You have but he to, doesn't know. It's exactly right. Not, it sucks that you have to like do play do the dance, right? But you have to like compliment the guy first before you sh- you, you, you you set him down gently yeah. and say, eh, you know, good start. But what if we went in this direction? Did you get an American Psycho vibe from the people in that room where it's almost like the Bateman mm-hmm. guys with the with the business cards? Yeah. Like they're all just agreeing with him. They don't so do anything. Yeah. Maybe they hated it too. Yeah. McMillan's sitting they're there They're not going to say anything. They're not going to say anything. I feel like they might say something to the side after the meeting, put a, put a no pun intended, put a bug in McMillan's ear Yeah. and say, hey, you know, uh, I don't know about this skyscraper deal. I mean, that thing fell apart when he picked yeah. it up. It's just it looks like a piece of crap. Would you Spe- play with that? No. No. Speaking of pieces of crap, I apologize for all the Radiohead fans out there. I actually kind of like Radiohead a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> I, I, I have no indifferent. I'm indifferent to them, but yeah. I, yeah. It was just it was just a reference. Um, well, you know, we're going to get flamed on that one. So. Yeah. I mean, Radiohead <laughs> for life with some people. Um, no, but yeah, I feel like A, it's not his fault because he shouldn't be there. But B, yeah, who the hell are you if you're Peter McAllister? Rightfully angry. Yeah, but what are the other... So let's talk about this. So without going too into detail, Paul, also known as Peter Peter McAllister, <laughs> is dating Susan, Ooh, who winds up dating Josh, Ooh, right? After she's triangle. dated multiple Ooh, guys. Office Pentagon? That Peter McAllister calls her out on at, at some point. So before we get to, to maybe the... the the Peter McAllister side, because I'm going to ask you if you're on his side or not. What do you think of the Paul and Susan dynamic, or the Peter, mm-hmm. Peter Paul, the Peter dynamic Paul, Susan. here? What do you think of this? Are they actually dating? Because it's heavily implied that they are, and it's not I, just a casual well, fling. They show her and him eating breakfast together in robes. Yep. At one point. 
they're always together outside of the office. Like they show them in cars. They're together at the party at the beginning. They're together. They're walking in the streets together. Like they're always together. And it seems more than just business. Obviously, if they're wearing robes, eating breakfast at somebody's house, you know, they're just having a sleepover, right? They were, yeah. they weren't dropping on trampolines. She's that, on the bottom let bunk. You, let me tell you that much. So yeah, they're, it's safe to say they're dating. I mean, she had stuff at his place. He had stuff yeah. at her place. They, they mm-hmm. She said, here's your toothbrush. Here's your shampoo mm-hmm. and all that other stuff. So it, it was pretty serious. So when she just decides to leave the party and go sleep over at this dude's house, mm-hmm. if you're Peter McAllister, besides the fact that he's not Peter McAllister, but he's actually, you know, if you're this guy, Paul, mm-hmm. What the hell's going through your mind? So, he didn't was he wasn't mad enough. Yeah, you, you got this guy coming in, data entry guy. Three days later, he's VP of production development. He's in the ear of McAllister, McAllister's right hand man. Met him, quote unquote, by chance at the toy store where the guy happens, Loja happens to go every <laughs> Saturday. Yeah, to where he probably assumes that this. Punk Josh Baskin stalking met him there, him. like quote unquote, accidentally. You know, he stalked him, and then he got him horning in on his girlfriend. <laughs> this guy's this guy's a real, you know, he's vicious. He's vicious. This guy's a killer. <laughs> this guy, he's going for my throat. <laughs> this guy's public enemy number one. Like I, I would for sure, I'd hate this guy's guts. I'm totally it, on McAllister's side. Is it safe to say, like office nemesis? Yeah, and now McAllister sucks. Don't get me wrong. Like I don't want to root for McAllister, but if like if you're telling me to like from his point of view, this guy's coming after you hard, and both <laughs> professionally and personally. Yeah, because because how does he know that there's some Zoltar machine that turned a 12 year old into a 30 year old? I mean, Loja didn't tell him the story, that's yeah. for sure. So what what do you think of his way to to muscle him out? So he's got to macho him out. He's going to yeah. show him who's boss. He, he gets a- he gets the is it rack? Uh, it's outdoor racquetball, right? Yeah. I don't even know. Paddle if that's ball, rackle, paddle rackle ball. Rackle I guess paddle ball, right? Paddle ball. I don't know. So he gets the paddle ball and he says, "Hey, I'm a, let's go outside. I'm gonna show you something." What do you think of his 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 alpha his alpha move here? Yeah, and I, I like that. Basket is like, oh, you know, I I know how to play basketball. It's like, no, no, we're doing this. We're doing this thing that I'm only good at. Yeah, because because right? paddle ball or whatever he was deciding to play is definitely a game that if you never played that, you're probably not going to be good. Whereas basketball, yeah. I'm not saying basketball is easy, but you probably have played basketball before. Yeah. In like life. it's, it's familiar. It's like, imagine if you've never played like table tennis and I've played it a bunch and like, Hey Drew, like, Hey, let's, let's play some table tennis. It'll be fun. And then you lose 21 to nothing. And, and you're four like, yeah, yeah. me. It's like, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Yeah, this is great. <laughs> Exactly. And he, he spits out the rules for him and all yeah. this stuff. He, he doesn't he, even give him practice shot. He's like, oh, this is what we do, but I'm up on nothing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so was that, I mean, that shows what kind of guy that, that Paul, a.k.a. Peter McAllister is mm-hmm. here. What do you think of Josh? So he cheats in the game. And mm-hmm. Josh is, I love the fight that they have and the fact that the oh, yeah. crowd ro- rolls around. Like, are you on Josh's site there? Or are you on, are you on McAllister's side? Oh, yeah. Because McAllister is a piece of crap. Like, obviously, I don't want to be on his side. I'm just saying from his point of view, like he's wrong for sure on many levels, but yeah, I mean, he's just trying to do all he can to like, what do you, what do you call it? Is he peacocking? Is he yeah, a-mogging? He's peacocking. He's a-mogging. He's a-mogging. He's a-mogging. He's a-mogging. That's what he's, he's a-mogging doing. on him. Alpha <laughs> male of group. That's what he's doing. There you go. Yeah. He, he, he was a-mogging him. Yeah. And I don't know what Peter McAllister's standing is at this company. He's probably some other vice president of something, but him and Susan are, are, are no longer together after this. She's got her eyes set on, on Josh. Now, yeah, 
without getting too controversial here, mm. what's up with this? Mm. She was intrigued well, because he's more of a boyish charm, I guess, compared well, to maybe hang on now. Peter. You, you just said don't be controversial. All right. And you used the word boyish. Boyish charm. I mean, should we? You, we can talk about it. We can talk about it. Don't, let's, don't let's cancel it, us, please. Let's get it out of the way right now before we get into the yeah. actual dynamic of the relationship. This boy, this boy is yes. 13 years old. He's between 12 and 13. He had his 13th birthday at the he's Italian He's a teenager shop. now, so it's cool. No, he's a teenager. Did she take advantage of this, of this poor child? Is there a criminal aspect to this? <laughs> but she didn't know. Or are we going to? Yeah. Well, I didn't know that girl was 16, Drew. I, but, but How does like, that sound? Does that sound good? Was, no, I know that she didn't know, but she didn't know that this 30-year-old body. Well, hell, she looked 25 to me. <laughs> there you go. Does, does that sound good? Does that hold up in we court, We can't Drew? excuse it. We can't does excuse it. Does that hold up it. in court? No, it doesn't. It doesn't. You sure about that? <laughs> sure about that? You sure about 30? Sure about that? We can't, we can't, we can't excuse it because it's not okay. And she I'm going to go on ID. the record. She should ask for ID. But what it, he doesn't literally, he doesn't have an ID, I guess. But, ID. Yeah. but if he had an ID that said 30, a fake ID, you'd believe him, wouldn't you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the guy's got chest sure, hair for sure. God's sake. He, he could really walk up to a gas station and buy cigarettes and not get carded. Like really. <laughs> I mean, he could join the military. He could be buying yeah. cigarettes. He could mm-hmm. buy whatever. Like he's not going to, but look, I don't think there was any intention there. Put it that way. And that's no. all I'm going to say on that because yeah. it's, all I'm she saying didn't is it's know. Weird. She couldn't all, know. All I'm saying is that like it's they played it for laughs and the damn you can't make this movie these damn days. Damn sure ain't funny. You can't make this movie you know? now, can you? It just, just, we had to, had to say it. We, we, couldn't, we wouldn't be doing our jobs without bringing it up. Yeah. It, look, now, it's a short okay. circuit two thing all yep. over again. We yep. got it. We got to get on. We got to get it on the record. Yep. yep. All could right. this, could it, could it work? So... I'm struggling with the the intentions of this of this yes. season, right? And I don't mean to be crass and I don't mean to be like belittling of women in the workplace in the late 80s, right? Right. But Peter McAllister had noted that they had a relationship. Pete has a, you know, a high-paying, high-structured job. So does she, right? They both do. But also that she was with another man before Paul, Peter Paul, right? Yeah. Another high high paying job in the same company. So this is now the third person in the company that this girl is 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 attaching herself to. This time it's the hot new, you know, VP of product development, and she decided very quickly at this uh, you know formal party that you know what I'm going to take this guy home with me. It was and a little he, predatory. Yeah, and he had done nothing to like attract her other than being good at his job quickly, right? Yeah. Like they never really had a, you know, a conversation. They never had a, a whole like flirtatious get to know you kind of thing. Right. Right. She just decided then and there to the left of her was, was Peter who was drunk and talking boring, you know, talking chop (laughs) business talk. And then she sees this guy peacocking in his white tux. Um, after just handing Peter his ass in a meeting, Right. (laughs) And she's like, you know what? I'm going to take this guy home with me. He's hot, and Peter over here is not. I I think the movie is she, is she being opportunistic? I think the movie did a disservice. Well, the, listen, the movie set up what they wanted to set up. They wanted you to think that, and they mm-hmm. did because they yeah. wouldn't have said it if they didn't want you to think it. Had they not talked about the other guys, then exactly. I, you could say 
hey, she's attracted to this guy because he's he's exciting. And Peter McAllister's a boring dude here. True. And Peter McAllister's here. He's he's whining about this business deal. He he's he's old and boring and whatever. And this guy's really different. He's new. And maybe she was bored with her life and what was going on. And she was interested in, hey, this guy's pretty interesting. What the hell is this tux about? What's this guy yeah. all about? But I think the movie did a disservice and they set it up yeah. such that you would think it was more predatory behavior. It was one line. It really was. It was it that was. one line where this makes Josh the third man yes. that she has aligned herself with in the company. It didn't need to be in there. Right. It, but yeah. it was intentional, I yeah. think. And yeah. and maybe that's to give you a little bit of sympathy for for the Paul character because there's really hard it's hard to have any for him. Well, he's him. a jerk, so it's like he's the he's the enemy. So And maybe and maybe or maybe they wanted to set it up such that you would think Okay, yeah, she was going after him from a status thing, but she actually did fall for him, and it made the attraction or the actual chemistry or, that they wound up having a bit more natural. Or to show the audience that she is a poor choice of men. Yes. And she chose wrong with her first mistake, chose wrong again with, with Peter McAllister, and now she chose a 12-year-old boy. Yeah. So this woman, oh, she's like, she doesn't know what she's what what she wants. She's her love life is kind of in flux. When and I read a piece of trivia too that said they intentionally changed her look the longer that she dated Josh. They made her more um like young looking, and her hair yeah. went from being up in these tight ponytails to down and flowing, and she wore different yeah. clothes. And that I noticed was intentional. That. I did notice that they did that on purpose to show that she was becoming more comfortable with herself and less of this sort of like traditional business person who is in an office setting where she yeah. was just a bit more, more like Josh and, and, and Josh is like comfort level with just being himself, I guess. A little, as a little more, a uh, little more biz cash. Yeah. yeah. What, so what do you think about this? Could it work? Like take aside why she liked him or not. Mm-hmm. This guy's 12 years old. I mean, he doesn't know about anything. He so, doesn't know about, mm, you know, let's, things. Let's pretend the, the Zoltar machine is gone. Yeah. And he'll never get back to being a kid again. And this is his life, right? The this relationship, what? A month? What do they talk about? Yeah. What do they he's, talk about? He's he he cannot emotionally satisfy her, let alone physically. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we, maybe he could physically, we don't know, but emotionally he doesn't know what to talk about. Yeah. Like what it, he was talking about baseball cards and stuff and like yeah. that's going to get old really quick yeah, for her. Yeah, that's all he knows. He's going to have to grow up really quick, which yeah. I mean, he was like, he was like kind of doing it at that dinner party. Yeah. Which was like, it, it was almost like it reminded me of like Will Ferrell in a, in a, in old school where he like, he would black out afterwards talking about um, Christopher Columbus, but like yeah. he probably just had that class like two weeks ago. It was a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. He couldn't wait to go help the kid with his algebra homework. Yeah. And it, you know, it's like. So he would have to get lucky to have adult conversations based on things he learned in history class in sixth yeah. grade. Yeah. I mean, forget forget twelve versus thirty or whatever Susan is. I don't. They never said how old she was. You got to assume it's around the same age, maybe slightly older. Yeah. But, well, uh, if it yeah. makes any difference, her real age she was twenty seven at filming. Really? Yeah. Man, she looked like she was in her forties or something to me. Like it's maybe the it's just the look I think it's of the, that. The, the business casual, the the business uh, attire and the hair up of it all. But like, I mean, just put yourself in your current scenario. Let's say you're dating someone that's, you know, 10, 15 older than 10, 15 years older than you, or you're dating someone in their twenties. Like you, you just don't have the yeah. same things in common, generally speaking, right? You're sure. at a different place in your life. I'm not saying it can't work, but this is an extreme example of that. 
there's plenty of people that date each other and get married and have that age gap. But like, this is such an extreme where he hasn't developed his he personality no yet. Yeah. He doesn't know anything. Yeah. He can't even drive a car. Like no. he doesn't know. <laughs> he doesn't know. And, you know, but you know what, you know what did it? I mean, he learned because he had sex. So he became a businessman. He oh, knew yeah. business. Right away. But he did knew, he? <laughs> like, we well, don't know true. if he, we didn't know if he had full on. But where do you, where do you put him on the bases? Like put him on a baseball field, the baseball diamond. Where's he uh, at? My seat now, the way he like hopped around the office at, at, after the day after made you yeah, think the red that, polo, the Ron Swanson. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Made you think that he uh, like it all happened. Right. But part of me thinks that he like, you know, they were making out and then like she like took her shirt off and the, with the bra on and stuff like that. And he could barely touch the boob. Right. Yeah. Like he was like just fascinated with it almost. Part of me thinks that they started kissing more, you know, they got to the bed and he kind of chickened out and she's still okay with that because like, Oh, this guy's really strange, but that's cool. You know what I mean? I don't know. If, heart. I don't know if he like could wrap his head around <laughs> going all the way with it. So maybe second base. But I mean, it's impl- implied that they're living together at one and, point. And so. I don't know if he knows what to do. He probably doesn't like physically like he probably <laughs> has never even seen a tutorial so to speak you could definitely be right because i could be wrong but i could be right too i don't know i just don't think this relationship has lasting power i can't no. imagine this is gonna work it's just no. not gonna work right absolutely not and this whole thing ruins his relationship with his best friend billy because oh. his, he was gonna go to this 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 birthday party for him they had the birthday dinner and then he went up going out on a date with susan and and making his pitch for the comic book thing and all this stuff so it was a rift but i don't know i just don't think that it had any lasting power they had nothing in common i'm surprised that they made it that far put it that way i just wonder the logistics of him just never going back right yeah not of not not of the not of the the bedroom i I know that's where you were going but when you go logistics i mean no, of him, like, say he, like, stays an, stays an adult, right? Can't go back. Like, he's still, like, he's going to have to figure out his social security number. And then they're going to know that, like, that's weird. Like, it says you're 12 here. Like, what do you need a social security number for? Like, It was a clerical error. Yeah. No, but, like, what do you need it for, like, in life? Like, do you need it to get a driver's I mean, license? It's like, weird. Do you because- need it to, like, to, like buy a house. Like I'm trying to think of things no. you need. A, a, I mean, you got to file taxes, right? You got to file need taxes. It for things yeah. to go to college. You need it for things. So it's like, Oh, you're Josh Baskin, the, the kid who's presumed dead from well, what I mean. Like that's the piece that we didn't even touch on. Like he used his real name. He's a yeah. vice president at McMillan. It's not like some Joe Schmo's toy shop. I mean, this is a Manhattan business. It's a famous business. He's got toys and FAO Schwartz. There's this hotshot new vice president on the scene. Like, shouldn't he be in like Fortune magazine or something? And they're going to be like, this guy, he's using his real name. I mean, that's what a 12 year old would do. He would use his real name. So it's realistic. But the unrealistic part is like, shouldn't the FBI be out looking for this kid or, or like police? There's a detective somewhere. Even, even not like eventually, like if he used to say his name was uh, Gary Smith, right? Whatever. Yeah. Like, Eventually, they're going to find out this person doesn't have a real social security number. This is an illegal alien. It's you true. know, like they're going to kick him out of the country, even though they don't even know where he belongs. But where do they put him? Yeah. Where do they put him? Like he, he can't last long in New York City without someone finding out that he's a fake person. Yeah, it's true. It's true. I don't think I want to see, yeah. see that movie. 
Uh, they made it. It's called the terminal. It's where he's stuck in the airport. <laughs> I feel like I feel like Tom Hanks has a movie for every yeah. aspect of of, of this movie. The, the Tom Hanks universe, the cinematic yeah. universe, yeah. <laughs> where he plays every character yeah. possible. Mm-hmm. No, I, I I don't think they could last. But I mean, look at this. So it doesn't last because Billy gets in his head. He, they find the Zoltar machine. He's got to find a way to go back. And do you think it was right of Billy? Like, did he want to go back? Did he really want to go back? Like they say he was overwhelmed with being an adult. It seemed like he was happy in the relationship. Billy got in his head, didn't it? I, no, yeah. I think for a minute, like he was like, I think I can make this work. You know, it's cool. I got a girlfriend. I got this job. I can do no wrong. But like the second the job got hard and the girlfriend yeah. got a little complicated, I think like the pressure started like, like I don't have to do this. Yeah, I don't, I don't have to. I don't have to do this anymore. Like this is this is this is a lot. Can we, can we find a Zoltar machine? Because, you know, sometimes I wish I was 12. It's like, I don't want to go to this meeting. Okay, cool. Let me go get go to the I, Zoltar I, machine. I tell, I tell people all the time, man, don't click your life away, Drew. Yeah, I know. Don't don't, don't hit rewind. Yeah. Just, just like you don't hit fast forward, don't hit rewind. <laughs> what what kind of lasting trauma would this have on Josh Baskin? Would, would life ever be the same for him? So, you know, it's funny. I, I told you, now we, thanks for asking this question because we're circling around. You asked me a very specific question about his experience in the real world jobs. Will it benefit him going backwards, right? And I think it'll have an adverse effect because to him, work is easy. <laughs> Hell, I just figured it out. And let me tell you, a lot of work is just figuring it out, right? Yeah. I mean, you, I mean, you, in your job, in my job, I feel like, you know, friends, jobs, we all kind of just figure it out. Like we're qualified for a certain aspect of the job. And then when you get in the job, you're like, oh, it's this. And then like you may not be prepared for some of this, but you figure it out. You get some time, you get some leeway, and you're like, I can do this. Yeah. Along with what I expected it to be. I can also do this. It was just a curveball. And that's a lot of life. But in his case, he's going to grow up maybe a little bit on the lazy side thinking, freaking graduate high school, get a job, make become a VP. Get a nice swanky Manhattan apartment in Soho. Easy. Life's easy. Get a girlfriend. No problem. Ditch some guy out on a, in a meeting. Easy. <laughs> I don't get it. I don't get it. Is he going to use that in school now to the teacher? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't get it. It's going to give him a false sense of security that I think could lead to laziness. <laughs> I, I See, I could see Billy doing that, but I feel like Josh is, yeah. he seemed like a nice kid. Yeah. But what do I know? Yeah, nice kid, but like he had that experience and he had success. So like, hell, if it worked then, it could work now. <laughs> do you think it'll make him appreciate being a kid more though? Of like, yeah. man, I don't have to go do that anymore. I don't have to go to that business meeting. I don't have to work on this this dumb comic book thing. Yeah. No, like, it, I, I don't know. It, it, it could be released, but it also like, you know, you know, the ticking clock that's like hanging over your head at all times. Like, I feel like that's kind of on like on the kid's mind too. Like that's 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 a scar that'll be with him forever to where it's like, man, this is nice now, but like I know what it's like on the other side and it's coming. You know, it's I, I don't know. Like so I he feel won't like, savor the the moments of being a kid. No, then, I mean? think it I think it emotionally stunted him and like he'll never be the same. He should probably well, sue Zoltar. What do you what do you think about Billy? So Billy didn't get big. What do you think if he would have been the one that got oh. big? Because you said you said it best, right? You're lucky he had the street smarts to help them yeah. through New York City. He he was the reason why Josh we, survived this whole thing. We would have never seen Billy again as a kid. <laughs> he would have been gone. He's out of here. You give him you give him Susan as a girlfriend. Yeah. You give him that swanky apartment. Like I tell you, 
Josh going back. Billy would have dropped Josh within like two weeks. Yeah. Because Billy didn't need Josh to to like he would have he would have done all the things himself. Josh needed Billy to teach him how to like buy a motel and how to get a job. Billy could have done that all by himself. Now maybe he would have invited Josh to like, hey, come check this out. I got this cool this is going on here. Hey, so I'm an adult. I can buy porno mags. This is great. Look at all this, right? But like once he started making like adult friends or actually like got a girlfriend or something, him with his 30-year-old body, yeah. forget it. Going to bars. He's <laughs> he's totally going to bars, Billy. Josh isn't. Billy is. Josh is just, he's going to be an afterthought and no going back. I, I wouldn't even put it past Billy to just not even tell his parents. Like, oh, yeah. Billy's just disappeared. We didn't get much of his home life. We got we got some of Josh's home life. Yeah. I mean, why would Josh want to go back when the baby's sleeping in his room? Yeah, let me. Did we not even talk about that? No, I don't think so. I Dude. don't recall. I hate to go off topic. I have let, feelings too. Let me let me talk. Let me finish this thought with with Billy first. So, what do we see, Billy? He's in he's in New York City like every day. Yeah. What else is so, he doing that we don't so know like, about? Like his parents do not give a shit where this kid is. <laughs> So do you think he's going to come back? No. He's, you know? No, not, hell no. So Billy's gone if he if he was Zoltar. But circling back to this this home life thing, it's poor Josh. His baby sister, he's 12. This kid is like one. Yeah. Right? If that. Yeah. Now, you know, the age gap is very large, but it's fine. Whatever. But they put the kid in his room? <laughs> The baby's crib is in his bedroom. <laughs> now I, I get it. Now, okay, they have a nice house, by the way. It's very, it's very nice. Yeah, you know, sub, suburbs in New York, forty minutes outside of New York City. If you don't have the space for an extra bedroom, yeah. If it's like, all right, we got two bedrooms: parents' bedroom, kids' bedroom. It's only two. You put the damn baby in the parents' bedroom. Especially it's your baby. When it's your baby, not teenager. his. Kids the kids a teenager. Kids a teenager are about to become. He's sprouting. Now you can help if you're look if you're an older sibling you're going to help that's part help. of being part of the family sure but did you notice in the Zoltar storm or when before the storm or whatever was going on mm-hmm. the mom storms in with a disgusted look on her face <laughs> like he didn't wake up to calm and comfort the baby sister who was crying because of the storm that's, and lightning you know he didn't he it's didn't not his have job he didn't have that baby he didn't it's want not that his baby. job. And you know what? Maybe he maybe he was asleep. Maybe he yeah. he didn't wake up. No. It's not his job. It's ridiculous that that crib is in that. God damn it. Put it in. You made that kid. Put it in your own damn bedroom. Not, don't put that on him. Why did Poor he kid. go back? No Why wonder he, he wanted to be with big. Susan. No wonder. Susan would have put the crib in, the, in his room. Why didn't he go back? Why did yeah. he go back? I mean, come on. Ridiculous. Oh, my God. What kind of parents are these? I don't know. His dad. The, the dad didn't even care. He's gone. We never saw him again. Maybe he left. <laughs> he left. The kid The kid left. He left. Yeah. He Father of the year, it. this one. Father of the year. Why the hell? Where did he go? Where the hell was he? Sean Penn wouldn't have reacted like this. Let me tell you. I know it's, I know it's a small part, but... <laughs> It's like 3 a.m. But come on. I mean, for real. Like, I get wanting the dad to be in so that you could give Josh the clothes. Yeah. But can't you just have him in another shot or two? Yeah. At least, like, him there, like, rubbing the shoulders of the mother when the mother's sitting there crying in one of the scenes. Like, something. Give anything. Something. 
I mean, come him on. Putting, maybe just a, a shot of him stapling posters to, <laughs> to logs, the trees. What, where the hell was he? Just show him. Show he's, him get the baby. He was at work. He was at work. <laughs> I don't know. They had him with the, with the shark hat on. That's about it. What if the dad, plot twist, works for Macmillan, right? Josh doesn't know that. Like, he's oblivious. He doesn't know where he's Yeah. He works for Macmillan. Towards the end of the movie, he hears the name Josh. It's a big company. You know, they have, yeah. they have 50 VPs, right? He hears Josh, Josh Baskin. Or maybe he passes him in the hallway a couple times. Do I know you? This guy looks familiar. You know? Dad? Dad? And, like, he's, like, trying to hide from his dad in the office. You know? Like, there's that whole thing. And at the end, the dad's like, what's that guy? That guy's really moving. Who is that guy? And someone tells him, oh, this guy named Josh Baskin. He's like, dad does a double take, Josh Baskin. Dad cracks the case. Dad finally learns that it's his son, but big. And that's why he goes back. (laughs) Or is dad dad just like, oh, hmm, that's my son's name, too. That's that's pretty... uh, that's pretty crazy. Did we miss? Did we miss the bad father barometer here? Did we miss it? I because mean, uh, yeah. I mean, a, an absent father is a bad father. Where is this guy? Yeah. I, we're not going to go through it now, but I think we, I think we, we need to note it. We'll note for the record that this guy's on the bad father barometer. Hang on, hang on. Are we sure that that's Josh's father? Well, that that's true too. It could be. He could be the father of the daughter. They said parents. It could be but, a stepdad. Well, that's true. It could be stepdad. Could be they stepdad. never said it was his, his biological father. Yeah, yeah. But regardless. He might not give two shits about the kid. We don't know. That's true. Could <laughs> be a great dad, bad stepdad. We don't know. He'll be his dad when, when you know, the Mets win the World Series or whatever. Yeah. The Angels, <laughs> Angels yeah, win the pennant. The Mets win the pennant. <laughs> yeah. As he trails off and motorcycle dust flies in the kid's face. But yeah, you know when when one day I'll have some sound effects for this show, and the bad father barometer will be yeah. the ma- the sound of the motorcycle. Yeah. That's that's well, what we'll have there. Well, speaking of dust in people's faces, let's let's throw the dust in. We got to put the dust get in on the out face. of here. Look, I love this movie. I know we're ripping on it, and I know we we're having fun, and I know we're poking fun at it. But this is one of my all time favorite movies. Like when you talk about what movies I watched growing up, this is on that list. I don't know if it's on yours. Oh, yeah. was it on yours? It was at the light. I mean, there's there's so many quotes in it this holds movie. Up. Holds up. And I, I'm curious what the listeners think. Send us an email, thelastrowpodcast at gmail.com. Tweet at us. Leave a comment on the Facebook page. Leave a comment on this episode's page on the website. Let us know. Did you guys like this movie? Did you have the same gripes that we do too? Let us know how far you think Josh got with Susan. Yeah. How- <laughs> Everyone's out here assuming that, that they went all the way. I don't think they did. But like, what do you think? I don't know. That, I think it's that's a hot true. Topic. It's a hot topic. And, le- and let us know, you know, put Peter, put, not Peter McAllister, put Josh's dad on the milk carton and let us know where the hell that guy was the whole time. But, you know, I love this movie and I, I, I'm curious if, if others feel the same. It's it's a classic, you know, they don't, they don't make them like they used to, as, oh, as I used to say. But I love it. Like we said, um, if you're enjoying the show, definitely consider leaving us a, po- a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser. Thanks to everyone that's listening, downloading the show. We'll be back in two weeks on uh, Thursday, May 26th, and uh, we'll have a new movie for you back then. See ya. So what the hell is McMillan going to do when he realizes his vice president is just missing? Like, well, hey, where the hell is this guy? I just promoted this guy. Is the company going to fail without him? Like, God damn it, where's Josh? God damn it. <laughs> He's going to have to promote Peter McAllister. <laughs> <laughs>